Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And there's just one, three more sleeps until Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, Rita Ora's album. <laughs> okay, come on. Well, I got a new song last night. I know it's on Spotify. I listened to it this morning. Cashmere. Did you like it? Uh, I thought it was fine. I don't like it as much as Velvet Rope, but I don't dislike it. <laughs> okay. I sort of li- I listened to it in bed through my phone speaker because I was just like lying there and it was there. Yeah. It was the first tweet that popped up on my feed. It was like Rita Ora retweeting someone saying like, she surprised us again with another track off Phoenix. And she was like, you're welcome, fam, or something. We don't even have so, like a definite plan on how we're going to deal with Phoenix coming out. Uh, yeah, we need to figure that out. Also, the Rita Ora press blitz is more than I could ever imagine. I could imagine it. <laughs> I, I could thought she it. couldn't do more, but she do- is doing more. Like I could, I was like, I cannot believe that Rita Ora is doing this much stuff. We will get to that later, though, because that's um, a different that's segment. Its own segment. Our that's I its understand. own segment. Lindsay, how was your weekend? Fine. Banter, 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 banter. <laughs> how was yours? It was. It was fine. I didn't see widows, and I'm upset. I didn't see widows either. I didn't make plans to see Widows, and I feel so stupid. It, you see it was sold out, like, everywhere? That's amazing. It'll still be there when you see you. It'll still be out. Don't worry. I saw a lot of chatter. I wanted, they were just you like, were I saw the conversations online, and I wanted to join the conversations. You also didn't see Jonathan starring John, Ansel Elgort, Ansel Elgort. And I know you didn't watch The Princess Switch starring Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens Because we're going to watch it together. I know. Um, both. I did not see Jonathan starring Ansel Elgort, Ansel Elgort, Suki Waterhouse, and Patricia Clarkson, but guess what? We're going to watch it today, and we're going to put in a quick little segment of us talking about it later on. We haven't watched it yet. No, and we have not watched The Princess Witch starring Vanessa Hudgens, Vanessa Hudgens, because you're going to do that in preparation for our uh, Christmas holiday extravaganza episode. Which is Friday's episode. Did you see that there's already like a new hunk from The Princess Witch? A new There's like a new hunk, hunk that everyone loves. The hunk? Is it the Nashville there's a guy? Hunk in it's it. a Nashville guy. Is Nashville guy? Know. It's not. I think he just is, he's a barista in the movie. Oh, it's not because that guy's the prince. It's, it's the hunky. other guy. There's a hunky coffee guy. Okay, well I can't wait. I gotta watch this movie. I've been waiting. Should we start the episode? I think. I mean, that banter was just illuminating. It wasn't great. Good it bit. wasn't great banter. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh wait, before before we go on, did you miss camping again? Oh. I thought fuck. you were gonna watch it. I missed camping again. Was... Oh my god! Wait. <sighs> I had plans to watch it, and I completely fucking forgot to watch camping. Every year, you've missed now, I think the season finale is... I think I've missed... Wait, I think I've missed six episodes of camping? Yeah, it's now becoming like a little bit unlikely that you've missed this much camping. Uh, Oh, my God. You know, you should make an HBO series called My Dumbass Friend that's about me, but it's about me constantly missing camping over our entire friendship. Sounds four, like it could get picked up for sure. Four seasons of television about your one dumbass friend who keeps missing friend who keeps it's kind missing of just camping. like about how great your Sundays end up being. Like you just have all these busy Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what it's about. You will drive it. They wanna know. Hey. I don't know why we haven't talked about him before. I but do. the reason I put it at the top was because uh, Gia texted me and was like, please, you have to talk about Hobo Johnson. And it was like this deranged text where she was like, I don't understand who he is. I need to know who he is. Like, I try to figure it out and I can't figure it out. I know why and we haven't I... talked about him because, you know, we're we're early on a lot of stuff, but we're definitely late on like music children. 
music children. Because oh, I am good. always like, oh, this is a passing <laughs> thing. I'm like, Lil Xan, like, he'll be gone in a week. And it's like, then he, like, eats hot Cheetos and ends up in the hospital. And I'm like, oh, I <laughs> guess we have to talk about him. He is back. This guy isn't really doing as much as, like, what would make us talk about him. But I get that he's, like, in the conversation. Also, well, his music, if you're an adult and you have an adult brain, his music sounds like gobbledygook to <laughs> adults. Like, it's, he's, like... Come little children. What's like in Hocus Pocus where they sing to the children <laughs> and only the children can hear? Or oh the adults oh. can hear. No, they they can the well, let's see, you're misremembering Hocus Pocus. The ch- everyone can hear it. The children are just like hypnotized by it and moved into the witch's den so that they can be like That's what I'm saying. Hey. Okay. So this adults can hear. I understand that, but okay. So it's like a dog I mean, whistle such, for children. The analogy is actually almost spot Thank on, but you. the way you described it I, is incorrect. Bobby, I knew it made sense. So like everyone can hear. Hobo come little Johnson children, I'll take thee away into the land of enchantment. The come little children of like music, and that like children are in trance, and they're like, whoa, we love this like music, and adults hear it, and they're like, what is this? Like this is insane. Uh, it's like emo it's emo rap but it's also not um there was what do, what do they call him i can't there's train of thought rapping train of thought rapping which is really Isn't that just, just talking freestyling also no it's like, talking okay. it's talking uh so technically worth <laughs> train of thought rapping this is a train of thought rap podcast mm, terrible rap it's terrible <laughs> no wonder we don't chart um the reason uh he's sort of relevant today is because there was a piece in Vulture about him called what was it called? Like Hobo Johnson is about to be huge yes, or something. Love Hobo you, Johnson Larry. Is about Shout to out be Larry big. who wrote this, who is also an adult but knows about <laughs> children's stuff. <laughs> um he the first time I heard of Hobo Johnson was from an old coworker of mine who shared um a friend of mine who shared this Hobo Johnson tiny desk concert on I NPR saw this when it in came our out chat. Too. And I was like, this was a few months ago in the middle of the summer. And I clicked it and it was like, hey, have y'all seen this? And I clicked it. And when it started playing, for I watched it sort of completely hypnotized and also confused and disturbed. It's like you can't stop watching it, but you know that you can't figure it out. It's like what I thought is... it was a parody. I thought it was yeah. SNL. So I was like, oh, is that Kyle guy in this? Like, where's, you know... <laughs> Yeah. When is one of the other? When is Cecily Strong gonna pop up and be like, "All right, guys, like, great, thanks for performing at the Tiny Desk concert." Stop that, Cecily. And I was like, "That's Cecily impression." (laughs) Um, And then I was like, "Wait, is that real?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's real as hell." And I, I completely forgot about it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to learn about it because, as you said, it was gobbledygook, and I needed to kick it out of my brain. Then suddenly, people start talking about him again this week because he has not gone away. He has not gone away. So his name is uh, Frank Lopez Jr. His whole story is really short and succinct. Every single thing written about him has the exact same it's bullet like points, he which is lives in his car. he got kicked out of his house because he got into a fight with his dad. <laughs> so he kicked out of his house. He lived in his Corolla. He showered at the 24-hour fitness, and he worked at a pizza place until he decided to quit and focus on music. So he kind of then has s- that, that Jewel beginning. Remember when everyone was like, kind the only of, thing yeah. that anyone ever knew about Jewel was like that she once lived in her car mm-hmm. and she's from Alaska. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. Um, so instead of a night without armor, he's a night without a melody, oh, right? God. Is that good? I mean, um, no. Spelled, spelled, still spelled K N I G H T. Yeah, yeah. No, but she spelled it N I G H T. I'm what sorry, I even there? took us to this direction. You need to yeah. step back. 
Um, anyway, so he makes this music. Let's let's play let's play part of it now because you can't. Yeah, I'm playing it. Hi, what's your name? How are you? How's your life? Oh, you got a man. Are you in love? If so, a type. Is it just platonic, strictly just as friends, or the type that ties you two together till tomorrow's end? If it is disregard every time I call you pretty, though it's meant sincerely, it's just my imagination drifting. Brush me off like the dirt on Jay-Z's shoulder so I fall to ground, collect myself, and get ready to take over your heart. Or at least your spare time. It's Macklemore like meets Odd Future meets like Bright Eyes to me meets like a pretty decent public school in the suburbs. <laughs> sure. Like, but like it just reminds me the lyrics are like <laughs> what I would listen to when I was like into Dashboard Confessional or like kind of those types yeah. of bands. But the style is Macklemore. Like the way that he rhymes is kind of like it's or his just, flow is Macklemore. Like, like this? Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily rhymes, but it is that it's a but Macklemore it's, it's flow. It's a Macklemore. Did it? But he's also a sad boy. And he's a sad boy. And it's sort of emo. Right. So but then the yelling what? and like the bros and the friends and the pals and the crew remind me of like Odd Future. Like, <laughs> like Odd Future. Yeah. That's like, which is actually kind of what Larry compares him to. But not like musically. He's just more saying like the buzz artists of like, he's like, you know, there's Odd Future, Lana Del Rey, PC Music. This is like the new buzz guy. Yeah. So, so it is, it's like you were saying, it's sort of like, oh, we're just going to ignore him. He's going to go away. I would add Brock but Hampton like, to that because Brock Hampton is also something we've never talked about, but is a very buzzy artist that I don't understand. But let's go back six years when Lana Del Rey bursts onto the scene and everyone's immediately like, people older than us are probably like, who is this woman? I know. She's a mess, but we were standing her. Let's six people who are six years younger than us are like, oh, this guy fucking rules. He's yeah. going to be huge. And I feel like they they know what they're talking about. Anyway, Lindsay, this is my this is my bit that I told you I planned. I was like, Lindsay, I did a bit. Oh, I thought I, the bit I, was I a bit. like, I thought the bit was like when we were talking in the intro and you said sleep, sleeps. You were like three more sleeps or something to Rita. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. This like is my bit. you have like a full bit. Lindsay, this is my bit. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me load it. Let me load it. This is my bit. It might be a failure. You might have to cut this. I hate Donald Trump, but I love you. And loving is fun, and so are you. And loving you is even more fun. Because you're the most fun person I've ever met. And fun is more fun than loneliness. Fuck loneliness. I hate loneliness. But do you know what I love? You. And you know what I like? Netflix. And I like when we watch Netflix together. I like when movies make me cry, but I don't like crying when I'm sad. Just when I'm crying at my laptop screen, my Acer Chromebook <laughs> laptop screen, with you. Watching Sabrina, the new one, the dark one. Not all of it, but most of it. I love you more than I love Kiernan Shipka, but here's my confession. Please don't leave. I don't love you more than I love Miranda Otto. Is this Miranda Otto? <laughs> Is this what you wrote? <laughs> I don't love you more than I love Miranda Otto. She was so great on Homeland. Let's watch that season again. My two loves, you and Miranda Otto. That's my that's my Hobo Johnson rap, I, At first, I thought that was real. I thought you were like, I thought you were like reading his lyrics and performing it. I was like, wow, your bit is that you learned the song. Like that's incredible. And then you said Miranda Otto. I was like so convinced that was something you wrote. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Hobo Johnson. It sounds like a joke, but it's fully not a joke. And I think that's the best way to 
to describe to adult it sounds like a joke right right sounds like a joke i just love that you <laughs> never mind yeah like that's really be a nothing hit. else to say was that there's really nothing else Hobo to say Johnson about him beat like that was something that he rapped well over, i or you just found... i i googled there was a hobo johnson type beat is the name of this video so also this kind of when you just performed that beautiful thing that is like slam poetry set to music very much yeah. so i mean Whoa. it felt very not quite as thoughtful as slam poetry um, I, mean, <laughs> I mean miranda Otto would agree to disagree he um i i i'm 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 in larry's corner i do the more i think about it and the more i watch it like it is sort of it's unique it's unique ish of course it is and it's strange but you and have he's to got f- that like he's got that like norm core look yeah. about him um and i think that the the teens i mean he's like a jewel came to life you no, know i agree but i do feel like you have to fight as a person older than 30 we both have to like fight all our like internal instinct to like push push ourselves to mm-hmm. like listen and appreciate something like this do you know what i mean yeah no i know what you mean and i and it and it's taken months for me to do that. It's like an understanding. It's like right, a it's right. like a complacency that you're like I'm mm-hmm. gonna like put myself in a place where I can like maybe think that this is good or to figure and out I'm what about now. it is good. I know well, you just wrote a masterpiece. <laughs> it's called Miranda Otto. I got it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> um. So this is this is sad, but it's funny and it. Is who behavior in? It's not it's, sad. It's cat of who behavior. <laughs> I mean, he's making it. He's trying to make it seem sad. I feel like he's gonna be fine. So this this is the headline. Let's read the headline. Frankie Muniz reveals what did he reveal? Home flooded while he was at funeral because his cat turned on faucet. This is on people um, on Sunday. I evening. guess I'm sad because of the funeral. Sure, like that is sad. But like Frankie Muniz being like, my home flooded because my cat turned on my faucet. So he tweeted, I arrived home from my uncle's funeral to find four of my five story brownstone home under three feet of water. I guess that means four stories were under three not feet of water, like, which sounds not like it was the full up to the fourth floor. That's what I first thought. But that doesn't make which any sense. Which sounds like that's impossible possible why you can't you can't get three feet of water on four the other floors, stories you can only get three feet of water on the bottom i know floor. we don't need to fact check his story anyway he says everything i own destroyed every wall piece of artwork personal photos furniture all because my cat accidentally turned on a sink a few days ago while we were gone also how long did he leave that cat alone frankie get a cat sitter i'm devastated and exhausted from a tough week with the loss of my uncle skip 45 hours to and from France to walk in and find this disaster. I've cried more yesterday and today than my whole life combined. Forgive me for venting. I just need some support. Okay, now I feel bad for saying No, it's very sad. It wasn't sad. It's sad. That is sad. It's sad. That is sad. So we tweeted this, and immediately after we tweeted, some hooligan, like, immediately, (laughs) it's just like, didn't this happen to Busy Phillips? And then Busy Phillips responds, yes, it did, but it wasn't a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) And then I found the tweet, and it's... uh, uh, in August of 2017, Busy tweeted, my cat turned on a faucet and flooded my downstairs closet today, which proves either Mercury is in retrograde or in, is real or they are assholes, which is, you know, I didn't know that cats could do this, but I did know that cats could flush the toilet because I've seen a lot of those videos. So I guess they can. <laughs> You've seen a lot of those videos? I love when cats pee in the toilet. You've never watched those videos when people train I've, their cats to pee in the toilet? I've considered 
training them, but it's a lot of work. And also, like, my cats. Your will cats not will care. never pee in the toilet. Are you? <laughs> They'll be like, me? "Are you out of your mind?" Also, like, your they would literally would say, "Are you out of your mind?" Trashed if your cat started just using it. <laughs> Are you um, kidding? Did you Did you see the follow up tweet? Was um, I guess he moved to a hotel when he found when his apartment flooded, home was flooded, and so he says, "Just woke up to fire alarms and had to evacuate the hotel we are staying in because of what happened to our house. This has been an eventful week." Um, I, I feel for Frankie, uh, I, 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 I feel for Frankie. I think this is very sad. He has a girlfriend who is, you know, his rock in all of this and kind of keeping him okay as he deals with all of this. What's her name? Paige something. Um, but, but, and I, there's no way to say this without being shady. So I can't even provide a disclaimer. I want photos. You don't believe that it's actually flooded? It's not that I don't believe it. I'm just I saying, want, if he if launches like cat, a GoFundMe, you can demand photos. Otherwise, no, I think Frankie. I think Frankie's doing okay. Um, I think Frankie has the money, and I and I all those reruns, all those reruns. Yeah, a lot of reruns. And also, he's not he's not like a messy former child star. Like he's just a guy who's around. He's not like no, he doesn't have a narrative around his no. his, his story. That's like. Frankie squanders his so money. He, if anything, like, Frankie probably cars? we've talked about him before. Yeah, and he and he does a lot of charity work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. I think Frankie's fine. This sucks, but I just want to see photos. That's okay. All that's fine. I'll you you can demand photos from Frankie. If my cats Twitter. turned on the faucet and you know my apartment got re- destroyed, I would sob. Yes, I would cry. Just like Frankie said, he cried harder than he's ever cried. Um. But I would also take photos. Which cat would, would be the one to do that, do you think? Winnie. Winnie. Oh, Winnie would do it. POTUS, <laughs> POTUS would be asleep. POTUS doesn't. POTUS, POTUS doesn't get like, all, POTUS, covered in water and just be like, First of all, what? POTUS doesn't climb things. POTUS like lies down. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie is constantly on top of everything. POTUS is like, I'm old and tired. Oh, POTUS. Um, so Winnie would definitely do it. Uh, let's move on. Life is unfair. Lindsay, the holidays are coming up. Have you bought all your gifts yet? We're not really like a gift-giving family, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm being very honest with you. No, I haven't like really bought any gifts yet. If you want to surprise someone, as someone who's not really a gift-giving family, have you thought about the quip? Isn't that kind of like a rude gift to give someone a toothbrush? Okay. No. Okay. Because when you think of a perfect gift, you don't probably think about an electric toothbrush. No, I don't. (laughs) But everyone will love it. Because also, everyone loves the quip, and everyone who comes to our apartments, respectively, is always like, oh, I've been waiting to get the quip. Is the quip actually good? It's the true quip is good. because, well, it's like a luxury item because it's like toothbrushes yeah. We are a dime a dozen. It's like, I get a uh-huh. toothbrush anywhere, but the quip is something mm-hmm. special. And sometimes you're like, maybe you're nervous to treat yourself. Maybe you're nervous to like upgrade your system. What you could do is give them the quip before the holidays because then they can travel with it. Oh, right. And then you send them up and you're like, not only am I getting you the quip, but I'm getting you like free toothpaste and heads for like a, mm-hmm. for however long. I know. So mm-hmm. in addition to getting those wonderful sonic vibrations that like clean your gums and your teeth, it makes your travels clean and easy because you can use the cover when you're traveling, put it in your dop kit, whatever. And then you can stick it on the mirror at your parents' house when you're there for the holidays. 
Wow. Isn't that great? Very bold. Just sticking it on your parents' mirror. I think the Quip is a great gift, and I think anyone who gets Quip will be happy. But you don't have to trust me. They have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews, and it looks like a big-ticket tech gift, but it has a stocking stuffer price. I love that. And it starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash who, right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free. You don't have to tell them that you got it for free, by the way. <laughs> um, with a Quip electric toothbrush, that's your first refill pack for free. You don't have to tell them that at getquip.com slash who? Bobby, listen to a new podcast recently. I always like asking what podcast you're listening to because it's always like some true crime thing, some crazy thing that you found. But I just feel like you always got something. Well, of course I always have something. And yes, and it's a podcast that I've been listening to. It doesn't matter. It's called Please Advise. You listen to it too, don't you? Oh, it's the Molly McAleer yeah. podcast. It's the advice mm. podcast where Molly McAleer, a.k.a. Malls, a.k.a. like OG hooligan, a.k.a. like OG blogger, and a guest tear into listener questions they have no business giving advice on. There's no topic they won't answer a question about, which leads to candid conversations and lots of laughs. They've had podcast guests that honestly we need on our show. Like I'm actually a little bit jealous. She's spoken to Kelly Oxford, Lizzo, Jerry O'Connell, and Tom and Katie from my favorite show, Vanderpump Rules. Oh, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, come on the show. So if you're a Bravaholic, never do it. Is there no celebrity relationship you can't find a way to overanalyze? What about Christian YouTube vloggers? Oh my God, cryptocurrency or true crime? Because somehow most of the advice they give winds up getting back to topics like that. Also, just like Who Weekly, uh, 619 Who Them, the biggest part of Please Advise is that people can call in and get their questions answered. So you can literally call into malls, ask her your questions. And new episodes come out on Wednesdays. You can listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Please advise. Lindsay, what is the worst gift you've ever gotten? Oh my God, you're putting me on the this spot. This is I'm putting you on the spot. What's the worst gift you've ever gotten? Maybe something when I was a kid. Oh, okay, I know what it is. This is so stupid, but you know, like <laughs> for like Hanukkah, there are like eight days. Yeah, so yes, that's like, I'm aware. So there's like, that's like a lot of days to get a gift. You're supposed to get a gift every single day, but like because. So like some of them are going to be losers. Some of them are going to be losers, but they also like go along with other gifts. So one year, my mom thought it'd be really funny if she got us like the batteries as a day. <laughs> so. <laughs> So you got the batteries before you got the electronic thing? No, I'm, I don't remember. And I think if she, she'll probably hear this and she'll correct, she'll like call and correct me. But I'm pretty sure we got a gift without the batteries. And then we had to wait for the batteries or something. Oh. Like it was like one day was just batteries. That's such a classic mom move. I yeah. love that. Because she was like, I'm not getting you like eight presents. Like that's insane. So like she got like we got good <laughs> present and then we got like batteries one day. But then it was just like funny because we're all like we're both sitting there, me and my brother, opening up gifts that are just batteries. Why, what's the worst gift you've ever gotten? It was at a birthday party when I was like seven. It was like my seventh or eighth, eighth birthday party. And like it's like, you know, your your parents invite your classmates over, but like I didn't really have any friends. But like oh. they weren't like cool. I mean I had friends. I had friends, but it's like you have like I had like two good friends, but then like everyone else was just a classmate. And so like someone brought me someone brought me a football. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been my tenth birthday, but I was like, Oh, thank you. I never <laughs> It was literally a football. I could just see you opening it up. It's like a football-shaped package, and you're like, what can this be? <laughs> Praying it's not a football. It was a football. Um, so the reason we're talking about this is because we have to think of good gifts because the holidays are starting. A good gift that will never make you mad is a tin of cookies from Mrs. Fields. Also, who doesn't love cookies? That's like, it's like giving someone air. It's like everyone breathes. Here's some air. <laughs> Thank you. For over 40 years, Mrs. Fields has made delicious treats like their signature chocolate chip cookies to handcrafted frosted favorites to melt-in-your-mouth brownies. And Mrs. Fields' gourmet gift tins, 
we got sent one. They're so much fun. There's so many good things. And then I have one of the brownies already. They're so good. They have like cute little wreath-looking so cookies. Ugh. Shut up. I'll bring you some. Okay. And baskets. They make the perfect present to surprise and delight anyone on your list this season. Also think of all the fun things you can store in your tin once you're done eating the cookies. Reduce, reuse, recycle. At Mrs. Fields, their cookies and sweets are baked daily and always arrive fresh and flavorful. Ordering is easy. They ship your gift anywhere across the United States. Plus, you can add a personal touch with a custom message, company logo, or family photo. Uh, your parents would love this or like someone close to you would love it. Mrs. Fields even offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee, which is very sweet. This year, send a fresh baked gift no one can resist. Right now, get 20% off your order when you go to mrsfields.com and enter promo code WHO, W-H-O, that is 20% off any gift at mrsfields.com, promo code WHO, mrsfields.com, promo code WHO. It's better than a football. Um, This is my favorite story of the week. I love it. It's my favorite story of the week. There's I no better story. I'm so happy that it happened. I'm. We haven't heard from Tamar Brax in a while, but like this is the right way to be hearing from her. I didn't know that Snoop Dogg was doing a play. I'm thrilled to know. So basically, <laughs> Snoop Dogg is doing a play, a stage play. It's autobiographical. This is Snoop Dogg is doing a play called Redemption of a Dog. And then he has like yeah. a whole cast of characters, including Snoop, Tamar Braxton, Omar Gooding, Eric Benet, Lil JJ, don't know who that is. Uh, Latoya London, I do know who that is. Vincent Ward, Mike Strong, Demetria Kenny McKinney, I don't know who that is. Anyways, a bunch mm-hmm. of people. Okay. Okay. So Tamar is billed second on this poster. Mm-hmm. She's got she's a big on the role. poster. The only people on the poster are Snoop and Tamar. And Tamar. So I guess they were performing this play. Uh, it's been traveling. It's been traveling. I think this happened in this incident happened in DC, but it's been around DC. It's okay, that's in, what I wanted to know. It's been in Houston. It was in Houston before. I've seen posters for it like all around, but I think this one happened in DC. So the Daily Mail had exclusive quote. Where's Tamar? How Tamar Braxton threw a hissy fit and refused to return to stage in Snoop Dogg's musical after the intermission because her food delivery didn't make it backstage. So -hmm. then there's this whole story where Tamar did the first half of the musical and then she went backstage and I guess her food was not delivered in time. So she refused to go back on stage for the second part. So they replaced her. She straight up left. She She just left. left. So they replaced her with someone and everybody was like, where's Tamar? Like people were like, where's Tamar? So the, the, and then someone came out from the play and said, quote, please, it's important that we pray for her. This is a very vulnerable time. So please just pray for her. She's sorry she couldn't be here for this curtain call, but she did get a chance to be here for you and she did the best she could. So like, that's interesting because like, that's all like kind of a lie. In, as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, so it's sort of like what happened, and we know exactly what happened now because a very, a very um, popular Instagram and just like general uh, internet celebrity named Lonnie B provided us with a full rundown of what happened. Well, what's great at is the Performing you, Arts you Center think, in DC. So it was like, okay, update. Here's a video saying from this person saying what actually happened, and you would think that the video would kind of get her out of the the like oh she went be- she left because of the food thing but he just confirms that she left because of the food thing <laughs> like he basically is like telling their side of the story him and Damar's like his friend mm-hmm. but the- he just proves that that is the truth so this guy his name is Lonnie B he lives in DC he's like a DC internet personality um he's famous in DC cuz in the story he talks about like he was uh 
he was talking to one of the people who was backstage at the performing arts show and the guy was like oh my girlfriend loves your videos like my girlfriend and i watch your videos together he's a he's he's a very like he's sort of like a radio he's sort of like a radio dj category of personality where he's very famous in the city that he's from but like no one outside wait did you just hear me gasp he took the video down the video he took the video down wait did you download it before no fuck did you download it before but somebody definitely grabbed it oh no well, I watched it like four times, so I can tell you what happened. <sighs> okay, so he records this 11-minute video. Fortunately, I only watched it once all the way through, but I did watch it all the way through. And he tells this story. First, he's like a – he's an expert storyteller, of course, because he's a DJ. And he tells this story. Basically, Tamar wanted him to come by their friends. Tamar wanted him to come by and bring her, a, what, a sandwich? Like yeah, some no, sort of I forget. It was food. like a specific, like – It was a specific type of food. And, you know, Tamar people said, hey, Lonnie, Tamar's looking for a good curry out. Okay? She don't want that fancy shit, bitch. She want a good ghetto sandwich, bitch. I say, ooh, a steak and cheese. So he picks it up, and he's like, I have other things to do, but it's fine. He's like, I guess I can get there before you go on. But he, he gets there right in time. They they let him into backstage. The guy at the at the backstage door recognizes him because of, like, he just knew who he was. And so he's like, yeah, come on. Come in. What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm here to say Tamar, my friend. I'm bringing her a sandwich. And... <laughs> The guy's like, of course, come in, wait for her back here. And then like uh, Snoop's bodyguard is there and he's like talking to everyone and they're like, yeah, Tamar will be right out. We'll let you in in a second. And he's like, 10 minutes pass, 15 minutes pass, 25 minutes pass. All this time passes. He never goes backstage. And then suddenly there's a ruckus. So as soon as I get in the car, they text me. Tamar's assisted. Tamar's going off back here. I said, oh shit, what happened? She said, she can't believe he didn't let you in. I said, oh, well, tell her don't go off too much. Okay, because, you know, that's her job. And I don't want her to lose her job because the gay man couldn't get in. And Tamar has left. Or Tamar is angry and Tamar has left. He finds out that Tamar left because it wasn't that, as the Daily Mail reported, that she did not get her sandwich. It was because... They did not let him backstage, and he is her friend. And she was mad at the people at this venue for disrespecting her friend. Guess what? I found the video. It's I found Oh, it. you found it? Yeah. But when we watched it, it only had like 7,000 views. I know. So that's why I'm so curious. Last night, because I, I screenshotted the title of the video, which is, Thank you, Tamar Braxton. I appreciate you, and I'm glad everything worked out. Sincerely, Lonnie B. It had 7,181 views last night. Okay. My favorite thing about this video, though, is like that he's like, he's he like got the call like the night of, and she's like, like, are you in town? Like, I'm in town. Like, I want to see you. And he's like, I'm a busy person, but like, yeah, I agree. Like, to- I had, yeah, he's like, I had so many things to do this night, but he's like, I agreed to give my go give my friend a sandwich. So, let me fucking tell y'all what happened, girl. Sit down, sit the fuck on down. As I'm getting ready, I get a phone call. And was from Tamar People. Hit me up. Hey, Lonnie, what you doing? Tamar, I want to see you. She's in town. I said, okay, well, I got other things to do. How long is she going to be here? I said, okay, well, if I can squeeze it in, I will. It's such a good video. And he's like, I'm sorry, I can't describe. Like, we'll put this in the newsletter for all of you that support our Patrick But you can also, I mean, maybe find it too. But he's sitting on a very comfy couch right in front of these <sighs> no. iconic, definitely signs from like Marshalls or like Finally in Space or like TJ Maxx that are like, you can do it. Like, believe in yourself. I think one says His entire like, wall is filled with like, like 
family is everything. Like, love, 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 live, live happiness. Right, like those types of signs. And then at the end, he sips from a mug that just says mug of tea on it, like Game of Thrones. He, <laughs> he has this gigantic mug that says mug, mug of tea. Um, but he sips out of it through most of it. He had solid punctuation sips. Like, he's he's no amateur. Like, he's sipping, um, like actively sipping as he's But did you watch more, did you watch more of his videos? No. Because he has, his house is covered in those signs. Wait, I, I think love, that's sort of his, like, shtick. His house is covered signs. in signs. I love those signs. Um, and some of them have his name on it. Anyway, so my favorite thing about this story, though, is that you're... You're watching it for 11 minutes and you're like, okay, like, what is, what is the moral of the story? Why, if he, if, if Tamar is his friend, why is he telling this long story that's like, honestly, sort of shady towards her? Because it does sort of make her seem like a lunatic. taken down because when I was watching it, I was like, this story just proves what the Daily Mail is reporting. Right. So it just adds more, it adds more context to it. So it's sort of like, why is he, he's shading her, his friend sort of, but then the end of the video, he like introduces the moral of the story or like his, what he, his takeaway from the story. So after 11 minutes of explaining that basically Tamar ruined his evening because he had other plans, <laughs> Tamar ruined his evening and then made international headlines. He says, you know, but I thought about it and I respect her. I respect Tamar for that. She jeopardized her placement in that play all because she felt like I was mistreated. And I respect her for that. She went the fuck off for me because I would have did the same for her. Uh, She did all this out of friendship. This was all because of friendship. And I respect her. I respect her. I respect her. I respect her. I was like, okay, I guess that's one way of interpreting it. But it's still, that is so insanely unprofessional to throw a fit. And so everyone thought that he was just some delivery man. And she was offended that they thought that he was just some delivery man and not her friend. And so he's like, why didn't anyone ask me who I was? They the just weren't expecting who... her to call some friend and make her, them bring her a sandwich. <laughs> the moment it started, I was like, I can't turn this off. Lonnie B. Um, you can follow him on Instagram. I am Lonnie B. He's also on uh, YouTube and he does like live shows in D.C. You know, I can't get it. I got to go. Moving on. We have really quick relationship news to get through. Let's just like bullet point a few of these relationship thingies. One of them, Amanda Knox, is engaged. Is she a them? Yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a she's a true crime them. So the who is her new husband? Um, this guy named Christopher Robinson, who's just uh, no one. Who's no one. It's weird that they got married along to the ET soundtrack, right? They did right. They got engaged while the ET soundtrack was playing. Yeah. And she was wearing Harry Potter pajamas when it all happened. There's video of this. You can. Watch it, and in case you're wondering, no, Christopher Robin is not her Italian boyfriend. It's a completely different person. Well, um, thank God. You said who cares for this? I care so really quickly. Teddy Geiger, who we've talked about, um, and Emily Hampshire are now engaged. She's Stevie Bud in Schitt's Creek, and that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, the this. most important relationship news of the week. Haley Baldwin is now Haley Bieber on Instagram. Excuse you, she's Haley Road Bieber, as we talked about, as in Rhode Island. As in the island. <laughs> Haley Road, Road like the island. Imagine Haley on the phone with customer service. Road, oh. as in the island. Haley, H-A-I-L-E-Y, Road like the island, and Bieber, as in Justin. That's like when you stick up your finger when you're like, finger, Bobby, and you like yeah. hold up your finger. <laughs> yeah, I say like on a hand. Okay. You have to say like on a hand because otherwise people think you're saying singer. I don't understand why this was a story. Who cares if she accidentally followed a Selena Gomez fan account? I think Gomez it's hilarious. What do you mean who cares? Explain this. 
Haley Baldwin. Sorry, Haley Bieber. I mean, I guess that's what we're doing now. This was right before this. This was <laughs> this week. What are you so shocked by? You okay? Just hearing your name is. I'm sorry, Haley Bieber. And what's funny about Haley Bieber is it sounds like you know when Stan accounts call themselves the name of the, the last name of the person they're standing oh, where they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Lindsay yeah, yeah. Elgore like <laughs> my fan account like Lindsay Elgort, stop whatever it. No, like, stop <laughs> Lindsay Elgort is the worst okay so basically <laughs> Haley Baldwin was clearly looking at photos of Selena Gomez because she was looking at a Selena Gomez fan account and she accidentally followed it. Tell me that's not interesting and a little funny. I mean, I guess the, that's not interesting. The interesting thing is th- is that she decided to send a message that said, hey, followed you by accident. So, so sorry. <laughs> so then she unfo- she gracefully unfollowed the Selena Gomez found a ca- fan account. I do. I mean, come on. You're follow. You're I mean, everyone's guilty of this. I just love thinking about Haley Bieber, f- like looking at Instagrams of her of her now husband's ex-girlfriend. Come on. Yeah, and getting I caught. I guess. And getting caught guess. by the stands, by all of but the gominators, the gozminators. Haley, these famous people should know by now, do Selenators. your searching on the Finsta. You do your searching on the Duh. Finsta. Like, that's you it. Should be, what was she thinking? Uh, she should be skilled at that by because now. Because ob- honestly, her, her Finsta wouldn't have mattered because it would have been a name that's like like Olivia 3. I'm just looking at movie posters in my room thinking of names like Olivia something. Like a fake name. So let's move on. I know you don't. I thought that was really fun. What else is happening? Okay. I I love this story because another fave, Army Hammer. (laughs) (sighs) Army Hammer spoke some truths and got into deep shit. Because the earnest police Army Hammer, came Army, after Hammer Army. Army, Army Hammer didn't understand, yes, that Twitter is run by the earnest police. So even if you have a good point, you cannot make good points if they compete with Smarm. Army you cannot compete. PR. You can't compete. You gotta call on the red phone. <laughs> <They're looking laughs> You can't, you can't compete with Smarm on Twitter. Smarm will always win. Army Hammer should know this by now, it's but he true. does it's not. True, like he does I respect not. Army for speaking his truth, but you can't. Army, this is for the back channel. There was a really good. Um, let me actually. Read Army this. needs to join uh, a fucking Slack. Exactly. So this is this is a, a, a tweet from Who Weekly Stan um, and friend Sarah Miller. Did you see this tweet no. last night? Um, friends don't quote call you on your shit. Friends make jokes behind your back like fucking adults. Thank you. Army Hammer needs to understand this. Also, Army, you can still Don't be call like people the on their cool shit. Hollywood boy. You can just like do this more gracefully, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, I do respect this because he did say something that like he knew he like like it was so obvious that he was going to get in trouble for, but is so yeah. true and real and something that we always talk about, which is this performative morning shit. Performative morning, that which happens. is a, which is a it's a social media phenomenon. This did not exist before Facebook. It, it like didn't it didn't exist before Stanley then. Stanley brought like, out some of the most <clears throat> ridiculous performative morning I've ever seen. In name my life. name dropping is tale as old as time. Telling stories at a dinner party, like when a famous person dies, it's like, oh well, I met him once. But sharing photos with the hopes of going viral is brand new. And, I and Army will hates it. Say there is a difference. Yes, it is a slight difference and a thin line that you need to decide for yourself between like telling a story about somebody and if if you met them or if you worked with them and having the story be about them, but you know an experience you had with them, right? But just sharing a selfie of you and Stan Lee, miss you, being like 
what a legend, like miss you. Like that is what Army Hammer was saying. And his tweet was specifically, yes. let me read it before, as we've like paraphrased him. So, t- and this is supposed to be sarcastic, I believe. So touched <sighs> by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. I love this tweet. I completely agree like, also. Thank you, Army. I'm out here being like, yes, Army. Like I finally stand. Like I stand. But the moment I read it, I was like, <laughs> right. But that's why I was like, also charming. You don't say that online. There are plenty of things that right. are true that you cannot say online. So later he said people were responding to him, and some people were like, yes, right on. But some people were like, Army, uh oh, don't do it. And he wrote, if your answer is post a selfie, then I think we need a cultural revamp across the board, which I don't love because it's a little holier than thou. But like, he's right about the people that he mingles with on a daily basis. His fellow Hollywood elite. Are the ones like like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, <laughs> like Jeff. So Jeffrey Hollywood elite member of the Hollywood elite Jeffrey Dean. So Morgan. none other than candy shop owner Jeffrey Dean Morgan responds. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan of the candy shop responds mm-hmm. and says, "Look, looks like you found a way to use others' ways of mourning and their memories to draw some attention to yourself. You sound like a real asshat." So he's flipping the script. Mm-hmm. Flipping the script. On Army Hammer and saying, well, now it's about you, isn't it, you piece of shit? Honestly, anytime a celebrity does anything, it becomes about them. So it's not like quite his fault. Honestly, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, by tweeting, you made it about yourself, too. Exactly. So, so now it's about and you. And Jeffrey knew that. Jeffrey knew that this was going to happen. So he's just as guilty as Army. Right. But that's not how Twitter works. Right. Blah, 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 blah. So the best then... thing about this is that Army apologized via note. <laughs> right. So then Army gets a phone call from his publicist. 45 publicists call Army Hammer and are like, Army, pull out that notes app. Army, Army, pull out the notes app. You know what? They probably were like, we're going to send you the notes app. We already wrote it for you. <laughs> Army, we share. We airdropped you a notes app. Yes, I'm in the other room. We airdropped you a notes app. Please share this immediately. So then Army tweets, notes app screenshot, while attempting to provide some unnecessary social commentary about the current selfie culture. I, parentheses, in true asshat form, thank you, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, quote, which I think is more sarcastic than it is nice, inadvertently offended many who were genuinely grieving the loss of a true icon. I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart and will be working on my Twitter impulse control. God. Army. He's, he's. I stand. I stand too. I stand. This does it for me. No, this does it for me. It's disgusting that I stand, but I stand. Wait, why do you mean it's disgusting? Because he just seems like, uh, he just seems like a very, like, pathetically, like, woke, like, hunky, straight white dude. And it's like, God, like, he should have, he should have, he should have, like, alarm bells on him. But I'm just like, you know what? I'll put earplugs in. Because I'm here. I just love this. This is, he was right. So many of these people were like looking through their, you know, photo, iCloud photo rolls for like a picture of them that they took on set with Stan Lee like 45 years ago. I'm just saying it's, he's right. It adds to like, a, it's a meaningless tribute. Mm-hmm. It's a meaningless, it's meaningless. tribute. You bet, jo- you bet Josh Gad was in this crowd. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. On. You oh, bet Josh yeah. Gad was like number one to post that, post that <laughs> selfie. Okay. Do we need to talk about this? These are just two updates I liked. Two updates. Let's do them quickly. Let's two do them quickly. updates. One was, remember the Adam Pally Shorty's Award, Shorty's Awards? Oh, uh, Where he like dragged, we... he dragged Shorty Awards 
at the Shorty Awards. Yeah, it was kind of weird and like unexpected, mm-hmm. but also like kind of like interesting and worth noting. My favorite mm-hmm. part was he, I guess he did a Vulture Festival event in LA and they talked a little bit about that. And he, this was like what was revealed, which I cracked me up. Patty revealed that singer Betty Who, who dragged him away from the mic mid rant, was not actually sent by Shorty Awards producers, but rather a drunk observer who took it upon herself to intervene. In parentheses, if you're wondering why Betty Who was at the Shorty Awards, she was presenting the In Memoriam segment. Oh, amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Pally remarked as they got off stage, security guards quickly pulled the Who pulled who away which is with a capital who which makes her look like she, they're calling her a who but her name is betty who don't forget away and he was suddenly removed by the queer eye guys who briefly made him feel like a hero before a second security detail showed up to escort pally and his wife out of the building i love it so betty who had he to act actually, as security he actually, guard <laughs> he got escorted out of the building i didn't realize he actually got kicked out after that that makes i mean that's funny because that's like it was real like it was a real remember, people people were kind of people thought that may have been a publicity stunt What's this Rebel Wilson thing? This is another update. Remember when Rebel Wilson sued uh, Bauer Media in Australia? Because mm-hmm. they were like... When she won. Saying that she was a different age. <laughs> or they were saying that she was saying that she was well, a different age. They were saying age. that she lied. They were and saying she that she won. lied Remember about Remember when age. she won and we were like, lol, she won. So she... She the sum she won four point seven million Australian dollars, but then that sum was reduced to six hundred Australian six hundred thousand Australian dollars on mm-hmm. appeal. So they actually did not have to pay her that much money. Although I don't really know what is Australian dollars. Are they more or less? Less? That's like I don't know. I think that's like fifty cents in America, right? <laughs> wow, rude to Australians. Anyways, she tweeted, it's been a long journey in the Australian courts these past years, and I am glad the matter is now at a definite end. I have been determined to stand up to a bully, and I am proud of myself for doing so. To win such a huge case and receive $600,000 Australian in damages from Bauer Media. <laughs> so I guess Rebel Wilson gets $600,000 for lying about her age, but not, but then like lying about her age. I forget the story. I've already forgotten it too. Honestly, Rebel Wilson is on is on everyone's shit list right really? now. Really? So she really shouldn't she was, be tweeting about this. We haven't talked about it, but like Rebel Wilson tried to um, con con America, to con the world into thinking she was the first like plus size woman to ever start in a romantic comedy, and she completely erased like Queen Latifah. Um, that was so like my favorite thing. Was, she's out. Has, and has anyone ye- has has a mass of people ever yelled Queen Latifah at somebody louder than like this past week when Rebel Wilson like oh, forgot about God. Queen Latifah? Queen Latifah like had her and best then she week was like, ever. well that and she was like, well that doesn't count. It's like, do you remember the two thousands? How many when Queen Latifah was like the biggest like female star yeah haven't you seen last holiday god God. (laughs) i'm sorry she is bad i'm sorry i brought her up i don't know that movie looks like shit she i will not try to be diplomatic here she sucks rebel wilson sucks so she's she's an enemy she's an enemy she's an enemy and she's an enemy of the podcast it's time to talk about rita what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So Rita's album is out on Friday. I kind of don't even know what to do. It's been such a long time coming. I'm like anxious. I'm scared. Her first album, her debut album in the United States. What are we going to do? Are we going to like listen to it? Like what are we going to do? 
Well, I, I, as I said earlier, it's like technically uh, two more sleeps, but it's really three more sleeps. But it's really just two more sleeps because we can listen to it at midnight without sleeping. Um, no, it's like you're not going to we haven't we have an episode on Friday, but like we recorded on Thursday. So like we're not going to have the album for that. We're going to do our Christmas episode. We're going to have to wait till Tuesday to talk about the Rita album. And then that time we have to like figure out a plan. Well, that's actually OK, because we want to we want to be able to actually consider that we don't want to do this impulsively we want to do this thoughtfully this is the first time she's released an album since we started the podcast that's huge so we really do need to give this time but it comes out in a few days we should all listen to it i have a few Stream ideas it as much as you can I have a few ideas for what we should do with it we should do some. we should drag it out yeah i have a few ideas i think we should do a song a week aren't there like 30 songs on this yeah. i guess that's fine well we have a lot of time we have a lot of so weeks. we focus on one song a week do we focus on the songs that have already been released we focus yes. on your song every we on, we week do. gets okay. a song i love this and it's just this headline rita or shows off her quirky sense of style in bejeweled chaps, all caps, chaps, as she flashes a glimpse of thigh during London night out. I've never seen chaps? Thigh cleavage like this. It literally looks like cleavage. Right, like you zoom into her thighs and it looks like two boobs. It looks like two boobs. When you zoom in, it looks like you're taking a photo of two boobs. It's funny because it's never like seen it. one of those like trick photos where like somebody f- folds their arm so it looks like their armpit fat is like the <laughs> yeah, boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one is yeah. like, it zooms out and it's like, oh, still her thighs, very alluring. Like it's it's still alluring, you know? I just, <laughs> it's still alluring. <laughs> like <laughs> she's just, I just like that she's found new ways to give us cleavage. I've never seen cleavage this. Cleavage of her thighs. I um, I'm impressed by this. Also, she wore. Did you see? Did you see this? Yes. She wore a dramatic feather dress at Evening Standard Theater Awards. Who cares? I don't even know. What she, this why was she Evening at the Standard Evening Theater Standard Awards Theater Awards? Why was she there? Why did she wear a dramatic feather dress? I don't know. But the source is FN. What does FN stand for? Footwearnews.com. So wh- I've never. But they didn't even talk about this. her shoes. No, they didn't. They talked about her dramatic feathered dress. Also, I sent you this morning, but she went on Radio 1, and usually you perform a cover. And Rita, not to be outdone, she performed like a mashup of Charlie Puth's Attention mixed with Estelle's American Boy. And let me tell you, I love a mashup, but this is not the one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, like, I'm just being honest. It's not the one. Play it here. Are we going to see her? Oh, my God. On her tour? I haven't even gotten that far in my mind yet. Can we, let's just not even. Didn't you see her for like $6? Yes, and it was was incredible. Yes, it was incredible. I told you she was wearing. Literally, how much was it? Was it $4? $6. It was on sale. It was a single digit. It was in LA. She was wearing underwear with like a zipper. Like a zipper. Remember oh. I kept telling you like there was this like zipper and I was like scared the zipper was just going to like zip down. She's amazing. She was good though. I got to say. We're done here. We will. We'll see you on Friday with our special holiday episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving back. Happy Thanksgiving. It's your turn to say happy Thanksgiving back. Happy Thanksgiving back. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM if you have a question or a comment. And join our Patreon at patreon.com slash whoweekly for newsletters, special um, episodes. And um, we'll see you on Friday. And we have live Ugh. dates oh, tour on tickets. tour. Let me tell Who you. Who us. Ton of tour live. dates on tour. San Francisco, Los Angeles, Denver, Seattle, Portland, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Detroit. Oh, my God. Chicago, Austin, Dallas. This is insane. Our next year is going to be wild. 
child. We're not going to have time we're to go see get, Rita. We're going to be so we're gonna busy. We're going to get points. Oh my God, we're going to get so many points. Yeah, that's, I love that's what you think of. Yes, we're going to okay, get so bye. many points. See you there. See you in Dallas. Bye, 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 bye. You will drive Yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous.